What's going on, everyone? Do you want to start betting without the minus 110? Do you want to get rid of the VIG with every bet you make? Then you've got to check out betteredge.com. B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com offers a VIG-free betting experience. Now, it's different than the average sports book, but the reason is they're technically not a sports book. They're a social media platform where you can legally bet in a lot of states where you can't actually legally bet on a sports book yet. So check out betteredge.com. Start making more money betting VIG-free today. What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing on a Tuesday? Today is what's today? April nineteenth. Uh oh, uh oh. That means tomorrow's uh, four twenty. Oh boy, and I'm in Denver, Colorado. I don't know what tomorrow's show is going to be like. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll have a little fun. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> oh god. I remember in college we used to go to uh, CU University of Colorado. And like everyone would gather there and you know celebrate 420. It was it was a quite a scene, man. It was quite a scene. But uh, either way, it is 419 2022. What's going on out there? How are you? And uh, this is Sports Betting Daily. On today's show, we're going to talk about derivatives, prop bets, and uh, I mean. It's funny because when you talk about the ways to make money, and keep in mind, Tuesdays are for beginners. So today is going to be more of the beginner side of, of derivatives and prop bets and soft market bets. But for those getting going in sports betting, which is most of the Tuesday audience, it's important to remember that you want to be operating in the most friendly confines. You know, if you were, If your goal was to become a professional athlete, maybe it would be wise to start off doing like archery or rowing or something else where and maybe that's not a great point because maybe it's harder to do archery than other sports but maybe it's easier to learn how to do ping pong or something like that where there's not as much competition than maybe i don't know playing in the nba right it'd be a quicker elevation to the professional level at maybe bowling or something like that and it's it's the same way in sports betting if you're going to do this for money and do this to make money it doesn't make sense to immediately start off in the toughest markets to beat aka the nfl the nba even though that's what most of you like to bet because that's what most of you like to watch it actually makes sense to start betting in softer markets where they don't pay as much attention where it's actually easier to win and the downside of that is that requires a lot of you to handicap things like college baseball, which none of you are watching right now, and I know because the ratings say so. So that's how I approach sports betting, and that's what maybe a lot of you don't love about the show or the picks and things that I do, is I do give a lot of picks out for hockey and soccer and things like that. The reason is not because I love hockey and soccer. It's because those are the softest markets. Those are the easiest ways for me to make money. So that's what I'm all about is getting away or getting across to all of you, the audience, easier ways to make money and really the truth in this industry. And before we go on, if you want a better way to make money when you parlay props together, today we're going to talk a lot about player props. If you want to start making more money parlaying player props, you've got to check out Thrive Fantasy. That's uh, T-H-R-I-V-E fantasy.com or download the app. Uh, again, best player prop parlays in the entire industry. So if you want to start making more money, making the same bet you are or you might be making anywhere else, check out Thrive Fantasy. I guarantee 
99 out of 100 times, you're going to get a better payout than anywhere else. Again, that's for parlaying player props together. Online Thrive Fantasy. Uh, put in promo code SBD when you're signing up for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SBD. All right, so let's get to it. Why derivatives and, and player props are so soft in the first place. And, you know, it's not like the sportsbook managers, you know, woke up one day or decided as part of a business model that they would have softer bets. They decided one day they wanted to offer more bets. And the way that you offer more bets is to take strong numbers you feel confident in and find derivatives or numbers that are derived off of those. Okay, let's use the NFL for an example. If the sports books are projecting Team A to, t- to beat Team B 24-21, then that means we would have a, a spread of Team A minus three, and we'd have an over-under of 45 a.k.a. 24 plus 21, okay? So now, with the outcome, we can get a spread and an over-under. Well, what we can do with the spread and over-under is find derivative bets, a.k.a. team totals, based on that. So the team total would be team A over-under, maybe 24 and a half points, and team A would be over-under, maybe 20 and a half points, or team A would be an exact 24 and team B would be an exact 21. But my point is, those numbers are derived off of the over-under. So they would be a derivative. And then we can start going even deeper and saying, okay, based on this over-under, based on the fact that we think team A is going to score 24 points, well, let's say team A is the Green Bay Packers. Well, that would mean maybe you're expecting Aaron Rodgers to score two of those three touchdowns in the air. So now maybe Aaron Rodgers' touchdown total is two and a half and the over is plus 110 the under is minus 130 so you see what we're doing here we're taking a number that we know to be really strong or the the sports books know to be really strong over under a 45 okay and then they're finding derivatives based on that over under of 45 team totals player props things like that now player props may not always fall in the derivative market because maybe they're derived off uh, well, maybe they fall in the derivative market in terms of if you want to be technical, because every number is derived off something, especially player props. So let's use a, a Kevin Durant over under in the NBA, for an example. Okay, What you'll find, and the reason these are so soft, is because really a Kevin Durant over under for his player prop, uh, let's say points total, it won't change much on a game by game basis, which is interesting because even if Brooklyn is favored by 2 or 12, or even if the over-under is 210 or 235, you don't see Kevin Durant's personal total for points scored change that much. And you would think that if his total is on average 29 and the over-under drops 20 points from the previous night, maybe Kevin Durant's total would drop two, three points itself. And what you find looking at the market is it just doesn't. So based on that information alone, that the game stayed changing so drastically when they fail to update a Kevin Durant over-under, really at all, we know by definition that's incorrect one way or the other. And that's what we're looking for, lines that are incorrect. By definition, again, we don't ever want to bet a line that is correct or doesn't show value. If it's a correct line, we have no value, therefore we have no edge, therefore it's not a winning, profitable bet. We only make bets when they're incorrect. So, 
based on how numbers work and based on the line being so different, maybe it's it's a pick 'em, maybe the Brooklyn Nets are minus 12, maybe the over-under is 210, maybe it's 230. That should matter on a personal note, and it doesn't. So we can assume just how we know and how the listeners of the Tuesday shows understand how the market works, the player prop should be moving with those numbers. The fact that it's not signifies it's a bit of a softer market. And when I say softer market, I simply mean easier to beat. The house pays less attention to bets like that. And you may be asking, well, if the house pays less attention to bets like that, and those are easier to beat, why don't you and other professionals only bet player props? And the answer comes down to bet limits. Most places, pretty much everywhere you can make a bet, they don't take bets to make it worth my while or worth other professionals' while. A lot of them offer max bets of like $500, okay? And if you look at an NBA regular season game, you can get 50, 100 grand down. If you look at an NFL regular season game, some places will take $250,000. You can get a million dollars down betting at a couple different sports books in the NFL. It would be impossible to get a million dollars down on any NHL game even if you bet at every single sports book, they'll let you take a bet because the NHL as it, it, itself is a soft market because they don't let you bet more than what, like a couple thousand a game. That's like the max you can make on an NHL game and the max you can make on an NBA player prop, uh, you know, whether it's points or rebounds, whatever, maybe 500 bucks. Okay. Now, if you're at different offshore websites, maybe that's not the case, but in general, if you're in Vegas or using DraftKings or any of these sports books, maybe 500 is the max limit you can get away with there. So we know soft markets based on a couple of things. A soft market is a market that really doesn't change too much when things around it are changing, which is what we see with player props, even team totals. Now, team totals in the NFL or the NBA will be a lot closely, a lot more closely tied to the over-under, but you start fading past team totals on things that are tougher to handicap and, and tougher to price. And again, a soft market just means that, it, that those lines move less when things around them are, are moving a lot. And the other way we can tell a soft market is how much are they, are they letting you bet on any given game? Because if the limits are only 500 bucks, which it is for most over-under or most uh, player props for most difficult to, to handicap games or games they just don't have time to handicap because that's, that's another thing that factors in for soft markets, there's, there's human beings doing this like, like you and I. Now, they use models and algorithms, things like that to help them handicap, but a model is only good as its programmer. And so it's not as if you just use math and all of a sudden, boom, you can handicap games. It takes a constant updating and watching the system and grooming it. So to think that, oh, they have math, they're, they're, they, you know, there's no manpower, that's wrong. There's a lot of manpower that goes into betting the NBA, the NFL, things like that. And look, I don't want to be too convoluted on today's show. And it is about soft markets and we're focusing on derivatives and player props. But just know that other sports like the NFL or like the NHL, and like college baseball, they're soft just in nature because of of sports books spending less time offering lower limits. It's not worth their time, and it's not worth a lot of our time either. Okay, but in terms of derivatives and player props, these are soft markets because again, 
You can't bet a lot into a bet a lot into them, and they don't change a lot based on what's going on around them. Let me give you one more great example. Uh, I think I think it was last year, maybe two years ago, in the NBA playoffs, Ennis Cantor, uh, for a religious reason, wasn't able to eat sun up to sundown. And this coincided with a couple NBA games in the playoffs that he was going to play in, and he couldn't eat during the day. And what's funny is his over-under didn't change at all based on this information. Now, you may think, okay, maybe the sports book didn't, you know, they, maybe they didn't do as much homework as you did. Maybe they didn't know he'd be, you know, not eating during the day. Or maybe if they did, maybe they didn't know how to price it. Maybe they thought he'd come out and have a good game. Whatever, okay? It was, it was I think, 12 and a half was his over-under for points scored. Well, he came out the first night, and I forget exactly how many points he scored, but it was not close to 12 and a half. Well, the next game, after that was made public, it was a big story on a lot of talk shows. At this point, it was no secret that Ennis Cantor wasn't eating sun up to sundown for religious reasons, and the, the next game, two days later, was at the exact same time. Guess what his over-under dropped to from 12 and a half the previous game? It dropped to 12, <laughs> okay? This is what I'm talking about with soft markets, they don't change a lot based on what's going on around them. Now, we knew Ennis Cantor wasn't playing. He had a good, uh, bad first showing. And it only dropped a half point from game one to game two. Now, you would think that sports books would make a bigger adjustment, but they didn't. They, they Again, sports books aren't these great messiahs of sports betting. They're not always having the exact right answer. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to win. But that's an example right there as to how a soft line gets made. So when we talk about hard markets or sharp markets compared to soft markets, it's pretty simple. How many people are betting into them? How many people typically bet them? And how much money is going into any any given bet? Okay, there would be a lot more money made by pros on props if they just let you bet more per prop, but they don't for a reason. So be careful betting into hard markets. If you're going to get going, bet into soft markets. And again, I'll leave you with one more thing. If sportsbooks are feeling scared, aka they're not letting you bet anything, that's where we should be focusing. If sportsbooks are feeling confident, aka they'll let you bet 100000 per game, that's where we should be cautious. And that really right there will define a sharp or hard market compared to a soft market with that answer alone. All right, that does it for today's show. Whatever you have going on today or tonight, good luck, hope big cash, some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.